Today was a bit painful uh, when we found out what a complete stranger thinks about us. Hey, I should be lucky to have us. I'm going to say that much. That is true, but uh, it went exactly the way I thought it would. Plus, we also found out what happened to our young caller who surprised her boyfriend at deer camp. And win the intern's lunch. How good of a speller is Allison? Hit a thousand in the trash flash. Got a lot of things. We did a lot today, dude. For a Monday, we worked way too hard for a Monday. Come on. It's all coming up right now on the podcast. Kelly and Wood. She was willing to pay, based on your looks, to be her date for Thanksgiving. That's what happened in Misconnections last Thursday when we did it. Wood read a story, and a girl had fabricated a boyfriend for her family. Mm-hmm. He didn't really exist, so she was on Misconnections saying, like, hey, if there's anybody out there who fits this description, I will pay you based on how you look. And all you ha- There's nothing romantic involved. You just have to come with me to Thanksgiving dinner. Correct. Now... You know what? Why don't we why don't we do this? Why don't we play the idea that you had after reading Misconnection? Okay. All right, here it is. You know what would actually kind of be funny? What's that? I think you, me, Brian Riley, and our big boss, JD, ought to send our pictures in. Oh, JD would win in a second. And see how much money she's willing to send back. No, hell no, dude. I'm not going to be on the <laughs> low end. <laughs> I don't like this idea at all, man. I think we should. Because I think this would be funny. <laughs> I'll tell you where it's going to rank already. JD, Brian Riley, Wood Kelly. You're out of your mind. I am definitely bringing in more money than Brian Riley. I, Brian Riley's a good-looking dude. If you don't know, Brian Riley is on the air with us. He helps us out with the show. He's and shorter stuff. than me. Comes on the air. So what? Women don't care about that. I'm shorter than you, and I have taken many lovers in my day. Uh, I am definitely making more money than you. Yeah, I'm fine. Wait, yeah. what color eyes do you even have? Hazel. Yeah, so I'm de- Boom, I got blue eyes. Yeah. These baby blues. She's oh, like, you yeah. can't. What if she said you can't wear a hat to Thanksgiving dinner? All right. Deal's off, babe. I'm not drinking any beer, but I'm watching football and I'm not talking to people. Yeah. So that was the idea that you had on Thursday. Right. And she was she wanted someone with blue eyes, right? Uh, blue eyes and dark hair was her fake boyfriend's description to her family. Which, to be fair, takes me out immediately. Does it? I have kind of blondish hair and hazel eyes. Well, but if we're the shallow pool she's fishing from, <laughs> she may have to take whatever jumps in the boat. So you sent pictures of JD, who is our boss, mm-hmm. Brian Riley, who's on the air, us, Kelly and Wood. Right. And you got responses. Now, I was going to have us take pictures like that day, but I forgot because I got busy. Yeah. So I went back and I had some help from the ladies in the office and I said, hey, what do you think is the best picture to send? So I didn't pick like an uggo picture of us. Okay. You didn't send one of my fat ones, did you? No. Okay. I, I grabbed some mostly recent photos and sent them in. All, All right? right. And I have gotten four re- email responses back because I sent them separately here. And should we open one? Yeah, we'll open one, then we'll come back. Okay. Then we'll come back and get the other three. The first one I hit. Okay, it's JD's. Our boss. All right, big boss JD here. Good looking, good looking man. Muscular. She says, "Thank you, James. Uh, you seem to have the look right." Is his name James? Is a help. I don't know. Maybe she just assumed. <laughs> uh, you seem to have the look right, which is a help. But you have a lot of gray hair. Oh, snakes. <laughs> She's kind of mean. Would you be open to coloring your hair for Thanksgiving? Oh, man. So maybe she'll maybe she'll say the same thing to you. That's going to cost you extra. Also, my family is not into working out. Is there a way that you can wear a t-shirt that isn't so tight? <laughs> he no. does wear like baby mediums. I don't know if he has a t-shirt that isn't tight. I have a few more applicants to vet, but would you be open to a rate of $250 for the day? Damn. Is that high or low for you? That seems... I'd do it for 250 bucks. 
<laughs> as long as my wife was cool with it, hell yeah, that's a side hustle, that's man. That's an entire day, though, man. That's an entire Thanksgiving away from I guess your family. You, <laughs> hey, where's dad today on Thanksgiving? Well, he's on a date. He's working with his new girlfriend. <laughs> So two fifty. That's not. I guess that's our starting point. All right, right. I'm I'll do it more than that. I'm gonna write down two fifty. Two fifty. Because I guarantee JD is the best looking one out of all of us. All You're right. Out of your mind. When we come back, we'll get to the rest of these and find out who is getting what to be this girl's Thanksgiving Day date. Ooh. I'm apologize to my wife. Kelly and Wood. How much would you pay us to be your date for Thanksgiving? That's what we're finding out today because we had a misconnections last week where a woman was willing to pay a guy to pretend to be her boyfriend for Thanksgiving. Right. Wood had the idea. Let's send in our pictures and see how much we would make if if she was going to take us. Now, her made-up boyfriend, Jared, and I'm doing the air bunnies, uh-huh. the only thing descriptions we got were he he had dark hair and blue eyes. Right. All right, now we've got JD on the books. He's got offered 250 bucks. JD has red hair. Uh-huh. And according to her, lots of gray hair. But she asked if he would color his hair right. for the day. Just for men. Now, the next one I'm going to open up here is, okay, Brian Riley. Brian Riley is next. Let's see how much she would pay Brian Riley to be her date for Thanksgiving. Uh, Her email return says, are you married to your haircut? (laughs) The mullet thing is cute, but my family believes that Jared is a man that is very successful, not looking like he drinks Miller High Life. Is she saying the mullet makes you unsuccessful? I think so. Morgan Wallen might have something to say about that. Now that she says that, Brian Riley does look like he's in the background of a Miller Life commercial. (laughs) His mullet is sweet, though. It's all curly in the back. Well, he's cut it off since. The picture I did. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I don't even think he has a mullet. Well, email her back. Say he doesn't even have the mullet anymore. He had the duck tail going on. Uh, Let me know if you are willing to get groomed. I will sit aside $200 as a fair rate if you are willing to meet that expectation. Okay, so our boss, J.D., was going to get 250 to be your date. Mm-hmm. Brian Riley gets 200 But he has to cut his hair. He's got to get a haircut. Okay. Oh, boy, man. Boy, honestly, can just a little quick trust treat before we even open yours or mine. Yeah. I think maybe she's single because she's mean. What do you mean? She's mean. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. saying. <laughs> you know, she says she's a career-focused woman. I think it's just because she's mean. She's got high standards, man. Yes. All I right. Don't, I don't even want to hear mine. Uh, wow, that's the next one. Here we go. <sighs> All right. All right. Biggest problem I see is that you do not have blue eyes nor dark hair. Well, there you go. That is true. All right. Do you have boots or some taller dress shoes? My family knows I have a thing about dating shorter guys. Maybe it's just a bad angle in the picture, question mark? How can she tell my height from a picture? Also, well, you were next to somebody in the picture. Oh. That I sent her. Also, one of the bigger things that matters is style. Would you be willing to wear a dress-up shirt if I was willing to purchase it for you? What size shirt do you wear medium? (laughs) I'm still discussing this opening with others, but if you are chosen, I am offering $125 minus the cost of the shirt that would be yours to keep afterwards. Are you serious? Hey, that's not bad. That's half of what JD's getting. That's less than what Brian Riley's getting. Yeah, but you're getting a shirt. Well, yeah, take it out of my my end. (laughs) Hey, but you can't get a shit. So I'm going to walk away with 100 bucks for giving up Thanksgiving with my family to go be her date. Let's look at the bright side. She said nothing about your hair or eyes. Yes, she did. Well, I mean, she said they just weren't the right. She wasn't going to make you color your hair or cut it. All right. You got a nice haircut, though. 125 bucks, my foot. Mm-hmm. All right. You better get less than 125 You're out of your mind. I definitely get the most. All right. So here's mine. 
Uh, you would need to wear a shirt that covers your tattoos. <laughs> oh, that's going to be tough. My family is not a big tattoo family. Obviously, I've never mentioned anything on that on Jared. Are you willing to wear a long sleeve shirt the entire day? Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> I love your eyes. Hey. Hey, there you go. Are you truly bald or do you shave your head because of your head size? Wait, what the hell's that me? <laughs> this hurts. Uh, I'm willing to pay for a decent hair piece, which you obviously would need to wear the entire day. No hats. That better come out of your end. You obviously don't have a prison record, do you? You look that that's judgmental. You just have that kind of look. No harm intended. What the hell is going on here? I'm getting it the worst. Isn't it amazing how someone who has no idea who you are just hit the nail on the head so well? Oh, wait, so here we go. Here's the money part. I realize these are big asks, but I'm willing to offer you $50 <laughs> plus the hairpiece, which could retail for $75 from my quick research. So I add that up. That's $125. That's you, the same as you. You and I are neck and neck. Yeah, uh, let's see. I uh, realize you're some big ass. Also, don't take this the wrong way, but you don't seem like a well-read person. If I gave you some things to read up on ahead of time, would you be open to that for an extra <laughs> 25 bucks? Oh, well, money talks. I got to do homework? Dude, and you only got, what, three weeks till Thanksgiving? <laughs> you got to be reading a book a day? <laughs> so, if I did homework and wore a tube, I'm looking at 75 bucks plus a toupee out the door. <laughs> This sucks. <laughs> hey, at least I didn't come in last like I thought I would. I hate. What did she mean? My head size. I have a proportionate head. Did she mean your nose? My nose wasn't mentioned. <laughs> thank you very much. Jeez. <laughs> so it went exactly the way. Except for I didn't think that would beat you out. This sucks. <laughs> Kelly and Wood. There was a woman who was willing to pay somebody to be her date for Thanksgiving. She was on Misconnections. So Wood sent in pictures of us and found out how much she was willing to pay us to be her date. Mm -hmm. Wasn't very good. And there was nothing romantic involved or anything. Nope. So I think my wife would have been cool with it if the money would have been right. See? But I was only going to get 125 minus the cost of a shirt. Right. You were going to get, what, 50 but with a toupee thrown in. Yes, a hairpiece. Well, I think someone plus, plus twenty five bucks plus if I did some homework. Oh, that's right. Do not be quote look like you don't read. A little more well read. Yes. What were you saying, brother? Oh my God, you guys! I'm dying here. Wood, you're awesome. Hey, thank <laughs> you. I'm glad someone thinks it. Wood, this is Mike. You know what? I would pay you two hundred dollars just to go to Thanksgiving with me and my family. There's oh two hundred cash on the table. Now, would there be anything romantic required on this one? No, I just want you to come and have fun with my family. You're a riot. You guys, you're killing it this morning. Well, look at that. See, uh, now I'm back ahead of you, Kelly. <laughs> right. Because I've now been approached by a John here on the side. I maybe knock out a few of no, these no. in one day. No, no, I just I just want Wood to come and hang out with my family on Thanksgiving. That'd be a riot. Am I doing a stand-up <laughs> I don't know. And, and coming from someone who's hung out with Wood outside of work, especially on Thanksgiving when football's on, you're not going to get much out of them. Yeah. Well, a lot of it's going to depend yeah. on what team I bet on and how they're doing during the game. Oh, but my God. All right. All right. For $300, Kelly, you can come with. Oh. You two would rock my Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, he'll play a quick mix while everyone's eating. <laughs> Oh, my God. You guys, you cracked me up. You're killing me. Uh, by the way, I was going to call last week when I found out the news. Wood, good luck to you. I don't know when you're leaving. That big announcement. Yep. But uh, you're, you're going to be missed, buddy. 
Oh, well, hey, I'm still planning on being on the show unless you've heard something different, bud. So, uh, no, oh. still be here, just broadcasting remotely. Remotely. Okay, got it. All yeah. right. All right. Thanks for the call, brother. We appreciate it, man. Mm-hmm. All right. We got your trash flash on the way next. And, Kelly Jordan, there's a story you share with us quite often about your time as a youngster. Uh, there's many. This gentleman... Did this, but he took it to a whole new level of trash. All right, should I get the intern house band ready? May we crack a thousand? It's been a while. They should be warmed up. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Yup, Wood's now going to give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We're going to give it a trashy score and put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to... Yes, that's where we have 37-year-old Robert Phillips. Now, Robert apparently was in a little bit of a mood. That's because he got into an argument with someone. Now, we don't know what the argument was about. We don't even know who he was arguing with. But at some point in time, Phillips got so fed up, according to reports, he pulled out a handgun Started sending a few rounds skyward. He got to blasting? Nah, well, he didn't shoot at anybody, but he did shoot numerous rounds in the air. As you can imagine, even in Florida, that's a problem. <laughs> Someone called 911 said, hey, you guys got to get out of here because Robert Phillips is out here just ripping off rounds, and that's not okay. So sure enough, authorities got a description of him. When they showed up, there was no one... Around matching said description. They said, well, where'd he go? What? No, he jumped on his bike and took off. Well, sure enough, an officer a couple streets over noticed, hey, there's a guy matching that description, and he's riding a bike. Oh, a bicycle, not a not a <laughs> motorcycle. Yeah, not a motorcycle. This isn't Sons of Anarchy. Un bicicleta. Yeah, this is more of a huffy crime. All right. And that's when the officer rolled down his window and said, hey, you got to stop. <laughs> Phillips wasn't feeling it, and he said, hey, why don't you make me? Well, sure enough, authorities then began to chase him on the bicycle. They should have done a pit maneuver on him. As he was fleeing away, he was zinging here, zapping there. And that's when an officer said, dude, he's on a bike. Uh, Let's just tase him. Yeah. And they did. As you can imagine, that didn't end well for him as Phillips went... Boop, right over the handlebar. And when authorities got close, they noticed A, a stench of alcohol on him, plus a loaded 40 caliber Glock handgun in his possession. Good grief. That's when they said, hey, were you just shooting this off? He said, no, what's your problem? But the problem was the gun was missing five bullets and the casings found at the scene mashed his gun. He shot five bullets into the air? He's got to send it loud. <laughs> well, he was also drunk. He was also shooting his handgun while drunk. He was arrested. He's now facing multiple charges, including DUI, fleeing and eluding, resisting arrest, and, oh, yeah, using a firearm under the influence of alcohol or drugs. He was taken to jail. There's a lot to unpack here, Wood. Mm. A lot of details to this story. Wait, why did he start firing the gun in the first place? Just because he, he was in an argument? He got in an argument with somebody. Maybe they gave him a good point, and he said, you know what? <laughs> I'm just going to end this thing right I got here. five good points. Pop, 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 pop. All right. Uh, pulling out a gun because of an argument? It's trashy, dude. Big time. Ripping off five bullets into the air. 
Oh, I gave that 175. I don't know. I feel like 200 isn't enough for five bullets. They got to come down at some point in time. Maybe we do 50 points per bullet, 250 points. All right. Does that make sense? Yeah. 250 points for ripping off five bullets into the air. Trying to get away on a bike. Mm-hmm. Dang, that seems strategy. Definitely does. You don't even have a car or nothing like that? No. I'll give that another 175 points right there. Pedaling all heavy breath. Being... Look, this is this is one of the times where my life and the trash flash merge together. Intersect. Riding a bicycle drunk is trashy. And I know it's trashy, even though I did it, I know it's trashy. Mm-hmm. 175 points. And your bike was stolen, too. It wasn't stolen. It was just my friend's sister's, little sister's bike. Congratulations on giving like me the definition of stolen. It had like a basket <laughs> on it and everything. No, I had a permission to use it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Can I use your bike to get home? Ew, just go away. <laughs> Bye. All right, so we got 175 for riding. A, having to be tased because you're getting away on a bike. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's trashy. Big time. 150 points on that right there. Because you know you got road burn from it. You got oh, yeah. strawberries. Can't put your hands down because you're all tased up. 75 points for being drunk. Uh, 75 points for being arrested. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do we got on this one here? He what? denied that he didn't shoot any bullets, even though they had the casings that matched his gun. You know who does that? Trash. Trashy people, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm going to give that another 175 points right there. Uh, I think that's it, man. That's what I have. Well, Wood, you called it, and you knew it was going to happen. Come on. We don't always crack a 1,000 points in the trash flash, but when we do, we cue the intern house band. Because it's a celebration. If it had been for Cat and I, Joe, I'd been married Clap a long up. time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cat and I, Joe? I got it. I got it. We haven't cracked a thousand points in quite some time. I'm glad we did on this one. Me too. Today, our gentleman drunk riding a bike, ripping five bullets into the air, earns himself a whopping 1,200. And 50 points. Trashy. It's time for Happy Hour. Focusing on the good news with Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you. So this is about a young man, young man named Rashawn Williams. But Rashawn Williams does have Down syndrome. He's 31 years old, and he has a caregiver that sticks with him pretty much all the time, right? Well, the other day, he went missing. Now, the big deal about this is he, he can't really speak. He can't really communicate very well. So, obviously, when the caregiver turned around to see that Rashawn had wandered off, it was a panic. Oof. So, Jimmy Hall and his entire family were searching for his son, Rashawn, and going everywhere. Now, the last time the caretaker saw him, they saw him board a bus. And then that was it. So, this happened on October 20th. Mm. Nothing for six days. Can you imagine the panic a parent will be going through? You don't sleep. Especially knowing that your child is out there and can't communicate what's going on. Well, they found him in a a Glenmont metro station. He was in a locked corridor that hardly ever gets used. It was like an unused corridor that no one ever goes in because they don't use it for anything. Now, there was an extremely steep set of steps getting out of there, but they, Rashawn, you know, not having the motor skills, he didn't want to risk it trying to get out of there. So for six days, this dude was just chilling in this corridor that never gets used. And when they found him, they said he was in surprisingly healthy condition. They said he was a little bit dehydrated. Obviously, he was malnourished a little bit, but with a little bit of, with some IVs and everything, he's doing fine now. 
After six days of being missing, they said they're not 100% sure how long he was in that corridor because there's not even any uh, surveillance back there. And that's why they didn't know he was in there in the first place. So they're like, he could have been in there for a day or all six days. They have no idea. His dad is saying, I'm glad that he was in there because it kept him safe than him just wandering the streets and someone taking advantage of him or whatever. He was actually kept safe. They don't know if he was, they don't know if, if he found some sort of water source in there, if there was water leaking in there and that's what he was drinking. They don't know how he was able to stay alive in there for six days. Obviously, you can go six days without food. But not water. But you can't go six days without water. Man. And they found him, and he's healthy now. A little visit to the hospital. He was in, he was in stable condition when they found him, and he's doing just fine now. What a harrowing tale. I know. It's just unbelievable. I just, I, th- that six days would be, ugh. It would be the worst, the worst time of your life. And I guarantee you, nobody felt worse than that caretaker. Oh my you know, gosh! I mean, just I know. can you just imagine right. the guilt that you would have? Oh, but because this is happy hour, would this ended up being a good story? Thank heavens! And they're saying that they wish that Rashawn was more verbal so that he could tell them exactly what happened, what the heck he's been up to for six days. Mm-hmm. But they're just happy to have him back, and it's an absolute miracle. That's what I'm thinking. At that point in time, you don't care about anything else yeah. other than the fact that you're just back and safe. They were able to do it, man. This is an amazing story. I love it. And thank God he's back and healthy. And we do these kind of stories every day, Wood. Got to. Well, a beacon of light in the darkness is what I like to think of it as. It's all thanks to Audio Video Extremes. It was your happy hour. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. I thought this one would be good for you, Wood, because uh, you have a very strict routine when you go to sleep. Absolutely. And if that routine is thrown off, you can't sleep. Gotta start over. Now... I have a hard time sleeping in the same bed with my wife because I'm a light sleeper, right? Mr. Kelly, no. I'm an extremely light sleeper. And even the slightest snoring or anything, I wake up, Mm. right? Well, Harvard did a study and said that they found that people who sleep next to someone that they love have reduced depression, reduced anxiety, less insomnia, and actually get a better night's sleep than people who sleep alone. I'm calling BS on this one. Mm-hmm. I would love to have my own bed and just go whenever, like, say, when I go sleep in the spare room or something, say me and my wife are fighting or whatever, uh, yes. <laughs> and I decide to just take a knee for the night, I get the best night's sleep of my life. Sometimes I feel like <laughs> starting a fight just so I can go sleep in the other room. Just do it, man. Be like, your butt looks bad in those pants. <laughs> Mr. Kelly, no. That might be two days. I'll go, I'll go sleep in the spare room. <laughs> I, I, so this weekend, my wife... Snores when yep. she's had a couple claws. Oh, right? yeah. Because you so relaxed. She was snoring, and then the dog in the hallway was snoring. And it was like a rap battle going <laughs> back and forth. Dueling banjos? Yeah, like, I, and it was just like a constant. Yeah. I, 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 I can't do it. Now, luckily, I go to bed before my wife 99% of the time, so it's not usually a problem. And you're a deep sleeper. Oh, yeah. Once I shut her down, yeah. I'll shut her down. Now, I will say, my wife does not sleep well when I'm not home, though. Right. Yeah, because she wants that warmth and that strength. No, the security. Right. Are, are either of you hot sleepers? Oh, I'm an absolute hot sleeper. Oh, my girlfriend is a hot sleeper. I'll wake up and my legs will be hot. I'm like, yeah. why are they so... It's because her legs are near mine. They radiate so much heat, I'm sweating. Wait a second. You and your girlfriend live together? Yeah, it's you crazy. You guys aren't married yet? I will tell you this. We have the sleep numbers, so we have the separate beds, but they're pushed together as one. Yeah. No, she doesn't come over on my side. I'll shove her in the crack. Yeah. <laughs> no way. She gets lost in the chasm. It's pretty much what's going on over there in Israel. Boom. No, you come over here. Ah, no, this is a line of demarcation. I wish I had that so bad. Ever since my wife had chemotherapy, 
her sleep as well. She gets hot flashes now, so that mm-hmm. that definitely ratchets Oof. up the temperature under the covers. I can imagine. And she sno- She never used to snore, and now she snores. Hmm. So it's like if I I panic if I'm not asleep by the time she gets in bed, because she, she'll fall asleep 15 seconds later. She'll lay down 15 seconds later. She's asleep. That's gotta, be, that's gotta be a Mexican thing because I do that too. Like, like as soon as my head hits the pillow, I'm out. Really? Me too. I'm, yeah. I'm out cold. Maybe it is. I'm white as snow, though. That's yeah. the same way for me. You can be yeah. an honorary. Because you run so hot all day long. Could be. But, but then you shut the batteries down. It's a whole system shut down. Plug in and charge up. Yeah. Either way, mm. sleeping next to somebody that you love, whether you're married or not, Brian Riley. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know I had a kid before I was married. <laughs> yeah. yeah no. <laughs> judging me. I just joking. Brought the entourage to the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> But it's supposed to be good for your health. I don't know. Could be, could not be. I'm just saying what Harvard said. Okay. And maybe you didn't find this one interesting. Maybe you did. I don't know. But I guarantee you I'll have another one of these for you tomorrow. And you might not like it. But it's okay because I don't mind saying. (laughs) Maybe it's just that. Coming up in minutes with Kelly and Wood. We got Win the Intern's Lunch on the way next. And look at that. We actually have an intern for Win the Intern's Lunch. Young Allison joins us in the studio for this one. And what are we thinking, Wood? Now, Allison, you are a college student, correct? Correct. You want to give a shout out to your school? St. Ben's, St. John's. There you go. Now, what grade are you? I'm a sophomore. Okay. Okay. So you did pass the sixth grade, correct? Just barely. Now, I have a sixth grade spelling test here. You a good speller? I am a good speller. Grammar freak. All right. So, really? I really am. Too uh, smart to be in this room. Well, mm-hmm. then, I, I don't, I've got a couple words here. Now, since you think you're you're hot to trot. Now I'm nervous. I'm going to go for some more of the difficult words here, all right? Okay. From the sixth grade, though. Sixth grade spelling test. What, Allison, what are you going to school for? I'm a communication major. Oh, yeah. She, she's she's going to crush this. Mm, I, I'm chilling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So if you think that you can win Allison's lunch right now, now all you have to guess is will she get the answers right or wrong? Right. And that's the You don't have to know how to spell these words or anything like that. Ew. But you could take the lunch right out of young Allison's mouth. All you have to do is get on the phone right now to play. Kelly and Wood. It's now time for Win the Intern's Lunch, where somebody can take the lunch right out of Allison's mouth, our young intern. Uh, we have Neely on the phone who's ready to play. Neely, how are you this morning? What are you up to? On my way to work. Okay. Yes. Big day ahead of you at work? Uh, no, we're in the winter season, so it's pretty slow. What do you do? I put in sprinkler systems, but right now I'm kind of going all over the place. Okay. Look at you. Nice. Now, nice. did you pack your lunch for work today or no? I did, but I do meal prepping, so it's actually good. All right. Hey, all right. Hey, you know, you can leave that meal in the fridge for another day, and we can take care of lunch for you today. That's right. Are you ready to play Win the Intern's Lunch? Yep. So Wood asked our young intern, Allison, some uh, some spelling questions. From a sixth grade spelling test. We've already recorded her responses. You just have to guess. Will she get the answers right or wrong? Okay. All right, Wood, let's do it. The first word I asked her is convene. Will she get that right or will she get that wrong? I think she'll get it right. Okay. All right, let's see what young Allison said. Your first word is convene. Oh. Convene. <laughs> Could you use that in a sentence, Wood? Yeah, uh, there you go. <laughs> I just asked intern Allison to spell the word convene. <laughs> it means come together or a, for a uh, meeting or activity. Okay. Convene. C O N V I E N E. 
Is that a question? <laughs> yes, it is a question. <laughs> that is incorrect. Oh, so I hyped man. myself up a little too much. There's no I in there. It's C-O-N-V-E-N-E. -E. Okay, oh. that was my first guess, but I didn't say it. So. <laughs> all right. Well, okay. that's all right, though, Neely. You just got to get two out of three, okay? Okay. The second word I asked... <laughs> Intern Allison to spell is Antarctic. Will she get that right or will she get that wrong? I'm hoping she'll get that right because it's on a map. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see what she said. Next word is Antarctic. Antarctic. A N T A R C. Kelly keeps looking at me. Because <laughs> I just want to. I want to see your confidence level. T I C. That's correct. Yay! Yay! She got it. Nice work. Mm -hmm. All right. If you can get this last one, you win Allison's lunch. The last word I ask intern Allison to spell is ecstasy. Will she get that right or get it wrong? I'm going to say no. You think she gets it wrong? Yeah. All right. Here we go for all the marbles. I think this is the hardest one yet. Oh, gosh. Ecstasy. Oh. E-C-S-T- a-S-Y. You knew that a little too quick ah. today. Ah. See the parole officer on your way out. That's correct. <laughs> oh, she got that one. Man, off the deck. <laughs> That's surprising, but it's okay. Uh, it's the way it goes sometimes. You can't always win the end. Sometimes Allison gets to eat. She got to, and after all, she's quite the speller for a sixth grader in college. Kelly and Wood. All right, it's time for three and five because we got win stock tickets on the line right now. This is the first set that we're giving away, and I believe that we're doing this all week long, correct? Yes, sir. All right, Jill is on the phone. Jill, what are you up to this morning? I'm working. Ah, boom. I know. It's overrated, isn't it? Well, are you ready to do three and five? Start thinking about summer and Winstock? I hope Winstock? so. Come on now. I hope so. Have you been to Winstock before? I have. And you know it's a great time, right? It is a great time. This year, I mean, Winstock 2024, we've got Jason Aldean, Cole Squindell, Ashley McBride, Russell Dickerson, John Party, and more. There's a ton of artists, and it is a great time. How many times have you been to Winstock? Boy, I'm not sure I can count. At least a dozen. I don't know. Five, I don't know. All right. <laughs> now, time to get you in. You're going to have five seconds to answer my question, all right? You're going to have to give me three examples. For instance, Kelly Jordan named three so sodas. Orange Crush, A&W Root Beer, and Pepsi. Boom. Kelly Jordan would be going to win stock. So you understand the game there, Jay? Hey, I do. All right. That's not going to be your question because that would be just cheating. All right. Oh, shoot. Okay. Jill, are you ready? I am. Kelly Jordan, are you ready? Fingers on the timer. All right, Jill. In five seconds, name three artists playing at Winstock 2024. Jason Aldean, John Party, and Sarah Evans. Is Cole that correct? Cundell, Tracy Lawrence. That is correct! Hey! <laughs> you literally just said that seconds ago. Hey, you know what? I like cool. to test people. Jill, you did it. You won our first set of Winstock tickets. Oh, that's awesome. Thanks, guys. Kelly and Wood. Christine was going to surprise her boyfriend who was on a boys hunting trip over the weekend. And we're going to find out how that went and why should we talk to you on Monday coming up in just a couple of minutes. Now, of course, we have no idea how that went, but I guarantee you her weekend chances are went better than these young ladies at their Airbnb. So we have a group of women who rented an Airbnb 
to celebrate their 50th high school reunion. Oh, fun. That's a big deal, That's right? That's a huge deal. So the young ladies all got together, and on the fourth night of their stay, they were awakened by a screeching noise, found out that the house had been invaded by a swarm of bats. Oh, terrifying. The women say that they were struck, bitten, and some of them even got bats tangled up in their hair. Oh, gross. <laughs> Uh, so you can imagine they all ran outside. They called an exterminator who came in and found a large colony of Michigan brown bats living in the attic and apparently had been up there for several years. Oh, gross. The women then had to get rabies shots after their encounter. By the way, the owner of the Airbnb said it was incredibly random and unfortunate incidents. Meaning you're not getting any of your money back. Well, now, now to be fair, he refunded the group's money and also okay. paid for a hotel lodging and dinner. But oh, okay. I, I'm not going to lie to you. It's not incredibly random when you've had a hive of bats living in your ceiling Dude, for years. I, I used to date this girl who would take care of her grandparents' house because they, they would go to Phoenix for the wintertime. Mm-hmm. And then she would stay at their house. And sometimes I would stay there, too. Uh, like a vagabond. Yes, right. <laughs> a squatter, if you will. But in the attic, when we would sleep in the attic, you could hear bats flying back and forth. Why would you sleep in the attic? Because it, it was a bedroom. Beds? It was a bedroom. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was a bedroom, and I, I, didn't, want, I didn't want to sleep in her grandparents' room. <laughs> you got to sleep up there huh? in case they come home. <laughs> right. I could jump out the second story window. What's going on here? But it was so disgusting because all they had up was, like, wood paneling on mm-hmm. the ceiling. It wasn't, like, sheetrock or anything. So you could, like, you could, like, hear these bats' wings flapping against the wood paneling. Oh, it was so disgusting. I, I hate bats. Oh, it was gross. I, and I, I get it. You know, before you save the text, no, they're actually good. The kids. No, mosquitoes. I get. They eat mosquitoes. I totally get it. But they're gross. They're gross. They're night creatures. They're rats. <laughs> flying rats. <laughs> All right, Wood. Uh, we're gonna get Christine on the phone next because we're gonna find out she was gonna unannounced show up at her boyfriend's hunting trip over the weekend. It was an all-guys trip. That's right. I staunchly said it was a bad idea. I just want to go on record as saying you that. did. Kelly and Wood. If your man is out on a boys' weekend, is it okay to surprise him? That is what Christine was going to do over the weekend. His her boyfriend was going hunting, and she was like, "You know what? I'm going to pop in and surprise him. It sounds like a good time." Mm-hmm. Well, we got Christine back on the phone with us right now. Christine, how are you? Hey, uh, I, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> Did you carry out your plans to go ruin your boyfriend's Whoa, boys' weekend? Come on. <laughs> Wow. I mean, I, I don't think I necessarily ruined it, but um, it, it was super awkward that I showed up. Okay. So how did it all work? You, he had no clue that you were coming. His friends had no idea you were coming, right? Yeah. I just I drove up after work because I knew they were going and uh, I thought it would be a nice surprise. Okay. So you show up. Uh, and, and what does your boyfriend say when you show up? Uh, he, he didn't really say much. His face just, like, looked very shocked. Um, and, and his best friend started laughing. Oh, no. Um, oh. Yeah, it was, it was an interesting reaction. Um, you know, they, they didn't tell me to leave or anything like that. Like, you guys asked me that. Um, yeah. I, I ended up just, like, staying that night because it was uh, pretty late by the time I got there because traffic was. Uh, more than I expected, um, and then they went on the hunt, and I I, I ended up leaving uh, while they were on the hunt. Um, so you decided to leave but, on your yeah. own. He didn't tell you to leave, but you're like, all right, I'm gonna take off. 
Yeah, yeah. Like I did a little bit of cleaning um, before I left, so like they would come home to a you know a cleaner house than than I arrived in. Uh, cause they're all pretty drunk already by the time I got there, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> and at least, at least, at least I showed up with another rack of beer. So, oh, good know. for you. See, I'm glad you went. They're probably glad you went too, and probably glad you left. <laughs> oh, watch yourself. I, this isn't a. This isn't a anything on Christine's character. I just I, I'm approaching this from what it is. Now have. What, what what was the kind of the fallout? So you left. Did did you hear from your boyfriend? Did he like text you like, "Hey, what's going on?" or anything like that? Any bad feelings from it? Uh, I don't. I don't think there's really any bad feelings. Like I texted him that like when I got home, I was just like because he likes to know when I get home when I'm driving somewhere. Um, so I just told him like, "Hey, uh, I decided to go back." Um, but I hope that you guys have a really great rest of the time. Heads up, there's another, you know, rack of beer. Um, and, like, he, he just said a thumbs up and said thank you. Um, and then they sent me a selfie, like, Sunday morning um, okay. of them all on the hunt. So, you know, I think I think it's okay. I think, you know, it was just really weird that I showed up. But, you know. You, you sound like such a sweetheart, though. Like, you tried it. Yeah. You could tell it was kind of off. You still left some beer. You cleaned up. I mean, there's no way. I wouldn't be mad at my wife if she did something like that. No? I'd be embarrassed at first because you guys would make fun of me unmerciful if well, this happened. You do a lot of things, yeah. Right. But if she did something like, if she if she were to clean up and then leave beer, everyone would be like, all right, that was cool. Mm-hmm. She, she tried it. It didn't work. She went home. Will you ever do this again? No, no. <laughs> That's probably a solid. I tried it once. Yeah. <laughs> well, you did. I mean, I give you credit. Maybe, you tried. Maybe you, know? you and your boyfriend could go on a couple's hunting trip. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think, um, you know, I, I did say something on, like, Friday night, like, before we went to bed. And I was like, hey, like, I think it would be really fun to just go shooting, like, you and I one day. Um, oh. And he, he's like. Yeah, he said like that could be fun. So you know, I think, I think it'll be good. Like, but I think like you know what you guys said on Friday was just more like you know let him have a guys weekend and yeah. Um, and so like that that also stuck in my head a little bit. Like when I showed up and like they were all just like what. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'll I'll listen to you guys and I'll I'll give them you know the the rest of the guys weekend. Well, fantastic. Good for you. It all worked out, Christine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, enjoy uh, enjoy the rest of your week. And those venison Wait, steaks. I'll say, did you did you at least get some venison? Uh, he did bring home some venison. Yeah, yeah. So all I got right. a little bit, which is really good. Yeah. The most healthy meat you can eat. Oh, okay. Super lean. <laughs> exactly. It is. It's super lean. It's not that kind of show. Wrap it up. <laughs> okay, fine. All right. Christine, thank you so much for letting us be a part of this on Why Should We Talk To You on Monday. Thank you guys for all your uh, unsolicited advice. <laughs> Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our very first break of the day. We tack it on the end of the podcast. We got Wood's true feelings about daylight savings time. Yes. We also talked about, do, do kids still use Mr. and Mrs.? A lot of disrespectful. Running around, bit, right? A little bit. And uh, I'm sure we talked about some other stuff, too. Uh, you'll get it all right now in a hot dose. Our first break of the day. We call it our bonus track. Kelly and Wood. You know, almost every time I turn the mics on in the morning, you sound like you're just complaining. Hey, <laughs> every Good. time you're just like, do it. Stop. Do it. Move I on. Dare you. <laughs> Don't have it in you. Either way, here we are back Monday morning, ready to do it. Oh, I didn't write a rap this morning. Oh. Dang it. 
So he says. And central Minnesota gives out a collective sigh of relief. It all weeps together. <laughs> uh, either way, well, we could hit this James Brown and get moving on our... Wow, straight to it. Well, I don't know. Why not? Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Do you want something? Do you want to do something else first? Uh, shout out to all the deer hunters. Holy cow. Man, there was a lot of photos on social media. According to my Facebook, I don't know if there's another deer left alive. I, and I appreciate it. Because now that has lessened my odds of crashing into one on my way to work in the morning. Majestic beast. I may make it to 2024. This will be the first year in five years I haven't had an encounter with a deer. I'm so glad you're just spiking the football now. Hey, bring it on. I mean, it is, what, no, uh, November 6th and you're already claiming <laughs> two months of clean driving? Well, there's got to be there's got to be 100,000 less deer out there now after, minimum. All the, after all I saw on social media over the weekend. From my Facebook alone, minimum. You know, Tara, who uh, our promotions director, mm-hmm. her husband looked like he got the biggest deer I've ever seen in my life, or whatever that thing was. It looked like it was asleep, yeah. you know. <laughs> it's just... And then he took a picture of like his daughter dabbing over it. And because what you count the points and that's, you know, obviously a 10 point deer or whatever. The 30 point buck. I tried counting the points on that one. I don't know like what constitutes a point. Yeah. It was just like a ridge. Yeah. I don't know. And I'm, I'm I have full on admit I am not a hunter. Neither one of us hunts. I would probably be more of the gatherer. Yeah. In the parties. You could probably just field dress it. Cut the neck. No. Rip the rib cage out or whatever it is that they do. Ooh, I'll wait till we eat. Like, <laughs> no, gross. Let's put a little seasoning on that bad boy first. Well, what, let's get it going. Come on, let's get the show moving. Wait on you. Oh, I got an unprecedented Monday five-hour energy here. Be nice. I never drink these on Monday, but man, I'm, I, I, well, I'll tell you here in a second. <laughs> let's hit the James Bond, and I'm going to come up with a rap right off the dome. Uh, oh, oh my. But here we are ready to do it this morning. No, I'm just tired, dude, like... So much yard work over the weekend. Oh. Blew out my sprinklers. Now I know how to do that on my own. Shout out to my cousin, Steven, who came over to show me how to do it. Yeah. And it was way easier than I thought it would be. Okay. We got those blown out. About 30 bags of leaves raked up over the weekend. It was just, it was one of those weekends. What do you do with said bags? Set them on fire? No. (laughs) No, I wish. That would be awesome. No, I take them to the composting site. Oh, good for you. Dump them in the compost. All right. Yeah. And so that's about it. It it makes me miss having a truck, though, because the Tiguan... Cannot carry that many bags. So it was about three trips to the compost site. Yay! Yeah, it was fun. Fun weekend. I leave mine in my yard because I return it to Mother Nature. Right. Well, plus you're lazy as hell. Dust into dust, yeah. something like that. And, right. you know, recycling, all that. I, I, look, I'm, I'm on the cutting edge. <laughs> you are. You know, I, I don't like to brag too much, but I will brag on that. Um, how? What else did you do this weekend? Packed. Oh, yeah. God, I am yeah. so sick and tired of packing things Then don't up. go. Well, I mean, I got my my house was sold at this point in time. I you can back out of it. It only costs you about ten grand. I I, I need to be out at this point in time because somebody's <laughs> going to show up with keys in hand and yeah. ask me to leave politely, right? And then not so politely. But hey, you know what? Hey, that's fine. see if you can stay, pay some I, rent. I am I am very proud of ourselves though. Like we had the house, I would say seventy five to eighty percent packed up at this point in time, and that makes me happy. That's good. Like I, I honestly kind of like. We've got a bunch of boxes in the garage, but I'm also putting a bunch of boxes in a basement mm-hmm. in like a, a bedroom that we're not using currently. Right. Because I don't want to put any you know, screens or anything in the garage. It's getting too cold. Yep. Boom. I can, Sometimes I just like to pop open that door, look at me like. We're doing it. Every time my good. wife and I moved, we would wait till the last minute to start packing. Because we, we were always sad about it. Like we were sad when we moved here. We were sad when we moved from it. We were just always sad about moving. It's, so we were just sad in general. Yeah. <laughs> 
Ah, yeah. So we'd always wait till the last second because I didn't want to move. Oh man, I can't. I can't do it. Like honestly, I got up Sunday because there was that football game going on in Germany. Oh yeah. I put that on and I just started packing, watching football. Which, if you know me, it's borderline sacrilege. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you didn't break half your stuff that went in there. Gotta stay busy, man. I'm proud of myself. I watched about 67 percent of that Vikings game yesterday. What a game! It was, and I thought for sure we were gonna lose. So I was like, all right, let me get back to the yard work. Mm-hmm. And then I popped my head in to grab some water. I was like, holy cow, this is a barn burner. I mean, look, I am of the opinion, and we're not going to get too heavy into sports, but I think huh. this deserves to be said. I think playing quarterback in the NFL is the hardest job oh my gosh. on the planet. Yeah. And I mean, and I take out like heart surgery or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. The guys on Deadliest Catch should maybe have something to say about that. But I, I'm saying it because, A... It is obscenely hard. Yeah. Two, everyone thinks you suck at it. Right. For the most part. What was that guy's name? Dobbs? Yeah. Who came in? And most people sit in the stands, got nacho cheese all over their shirt, like, man, this guy really (laughs) sucks. Throw the ball! Yeah. And here comes Josh Dobbs, who literally had not practiced with the team at all. He's like the third string, right? Like, he's... Right. And when he... I, I don't know if you've seen this video... I probably not. He was on the sideline, had to get the entire offensive line together. He's like, hey guys, this is how I say hut. Like when I'm under center, like this is my ready hut, hut. Like yeah. he had to go over with the offensive line so they know what it sounds like. Oh, that's crazy. He was getting so he would get the play, tell everyone, and then he turned to his wide receivers and say, Okay, well, what are you doing on this play? Oh my gosh. And they would walk it, be like, All right, you know, I'm running this, I'm running that, and he's doing this. He'd be like, Okay, cool, let's go. And to go out there and win that game. Pretty impressive, man. That is one of the coolest things ever. And I, I Josh Dobbs played for the Browns. Okay. What a good dude. I mean, he does a ton of charity work. I just he, One of the most likable players I've ever gotten to watch. That was pretty cool. Love to see him show up and doing well. And, and under those parameters? Come on, man. Yeah. I mean, look, we all go to work and fake it some days, right? Oh, God, yeah. I just did on that rap I did. Right. You go in, oh, yeah, I can get that done, whatever. It's also not in front of 60,000 people. <laughs> right. Who think they can do your job better than you? So I, I just thought that was such a cool, cool deal yesterday. Thank you so much for starting your week out with us. Yes, sir. Tell 10 of your friends. Then there'll be 12 of us. Receive a discount. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> of course, it's a big week for us. We got the CMA party coming up this week. Heck yeah, we do. Always a fun time. But can I ask you a question before we get started? Well, go ahead. We've already started, so let's do this. And maybe this is just me. Maybe I'm just not understanding it. But when I was little, allow me to go in my way back machine. Okay. Not that long ago. But when you were talking to other neighbors, parents, right? Uh-huh. Other parents, teachers, etc. you always said... Mr. or Mrs. or Miss. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Right. Like, there was a level of expectation. I remember there'd be, like, some of my friends would be like, oh, like, if they saw, like, my dad, and we're like, hey, Kevin, or something like that. Yeah. Say, hey. Hey. It's Mr. Wood to you. Right. I don't know if I have ever heard my kids or anyone else, like, I none of the neighborhood kids who know me say, like, hi, Mr. Wood. What do they call you, Matt? Or just Wood. You know, okay. just, you know, hey, Matt, or hey, Wood, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. No, I've never been like, Mr. It yeah. is. I, you know what's That's funny you bring that up, because my kids, when they're talking about their teachers, will say like, Mr. or Miss, and then say their first name. Like Mr. Doug? Yeah. And we never did that as kids. It was Miss 
And then the last name. Maybe they're picking up from your wife. Mr. Kelly. No. <laughs> Mr. Kelly, no. I'm just, that is, that, I don't know if kids say that anymore. Is it a lack of respect? Are we not commanding respect like we should be? Or is it something that we, because, you know, language evolves. Yeah. You know what I mean? And things, you go back, you know, to the 1950s or something, it was very much more structured and things like that. Like, you learn other languages. It, it's very structured when, you know, discussing other people. English is a little more lax, and I believe it's gotten a lot more lax. Right, because we're lazy. Now, to be fair, I don't have a problem with it. But I heard, like, my kids talking about, like, one of our neighbors, and they were like, oh, yeah, she was talking with Annette. And I thought to myself, hey, hold on a second. You don't get to call an adult by their first name. That used to be, the like, the biggest middle finger you could yeah. give an adult. That was one of the big things that happened on your 18th birthday. You could buy cigarettes. Dirty magazines and start calling adults by their first name. Look at that. <laughs> you had arrived at that point. I'm back, baby. I'm back. <laughs> but I, I don't know. if. And again, I don't know if this was just my family or our neighborhood. My, my I live in a fantastic area where all the everyone kind of knows each other. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just a little more relaxed. It could be. But in the grand scheme of things, does it truly matter? But it just kind of pinged me a little, hey. I don't know if I'm okay with that. I, I think that kids should not call adults by their first name, and I don't know why, though. I just feel like it's... Because I think it's just the way we were raised. It's too familiar. It's almost like you're not on my level. Yeah. And until you are, until you hit that 18th birthday... Do you pay a mortgage? Do you pay rent? <laughs> right. No. Then put a little respect on my name. Give me a little Mr. or Mrs. in right. there. And would you're all about respect. I You have to be at this point, right? Like with your sandwich. <laughs> Dare we even get into this? We can. I, I'm fine with it. I, I, I All I did all weekend was yard work, so I don't have a whole lot to tell. Unless you want me to go step by step how I learned to blow out sprinklers. I, I, I have a larger question because, I, honestly, I feel sometimes I take advantage of this, but this is a great opportunity for me to ask something. Let's go. I know we have a ton of farmers that listen. Uh-huh. People, whether it's dairy farming, whatever, I know that there's people who actually go out there and work hard. Yeah. And for some reason, they're like, yeah. Killing Wood, that's the ticket. Yeah. Are you guys on board with Daylight Savings Time? <laughs> is there is there a single person? Because I that's what I've always been told. It's it's about farmers and everything, right? Well, and then they say like it was to save like fuel back in the day so you didn't have to burn your lamp as long or yeah, whatever like the heck. During World War II or something, right? Yeah. I'm asking, is anybody in favor of this Daylight Savings Time? Well, the because way, when I looked out my window yesterday, it was like 4.15 and it was dusk already. It's depressing as hell. That that sucks. I, I'm not lying to you, dude. In all seriousness, I think I have seasonal affective disorder. I, I, I co-sign a thousand percent. For me or for yourself? For you. Oh, <laughs> but I like same thing yesterday. When May hit this year. I remember texting like our boss. So as I was out like buying stuff for my yard, I was like, this is when I fall in love with the Midwest again. Mm-hmm. In May, I'm like, oh my God, I can live here. Yes, of course. <laughs> and then as soon as we get like our first 40 degree day, I'm like, well, I guess this is the lot I've been given. Yeah, like, you do really Eeyore it up around oh here. Oh my God. It's like a nosedive. Mm-hmm. And daylight savings time does not help. Now, we just got a text in Devin says, I love daylight savings time in the fall because I do construction, and when it's dark, I can't work anymore. One hour less of daylight for me. <laughs> Devin, that's a hell of a strategy, my friend. That makes sense. I can get where you're coming from on it. Right. But does anyone else? It's it, what, Picking my son up from school, and it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon, 3.15, and the sun is going down. It's is, a rip for kids. Oh, it's the worst, dude. 
Your day should just be getting started if you're a kid. Like, you've made it through math, reading, everything, science. Yep. I have got about four hours of freedom here to let the hair down and get going. Right. And boom, it's almost nighttime already. No sun out. That ain't right, man. is a flat out bummer other people texting in chrissy it sucks a big one yes it does uh i don't like it because my baby was awake at 5 a.m versus oh man look i that is the first thing you will learn as a parent your kids don't give a rip yeah about daylight savings time no they're on their own schedule they'll come in they'll peel that eyelid back be like you up like no (laughs) i'm not up can we lay down as a group nope i'm up i'm ready to go Cool. I don't care. Go down and eat the rest of your Halloween candy. Mm-hmm. Get the hell out of my room. Maybe, That's how I handle it. Maybe during this time of year when you're living in Tennessee, I can come stay with you for the winter. Please. Get some, <laughs> get some vitamin D in my life. Roll up in the... <laughs> not that kind of show. That's Roll your, out that cot and let you just kind of... Yeah. Why not? A little market research. Or I could get that futon from that hotel we stayed in in New York and let you <laughs> sleep on that sitting straight up. Other people texting in, I love the extra hour of sleep from Sievert we get during the winter. But you, uh, only, you only get an extra hour of sleep once. That one time. Right. It's not like every night you're getting an extra hour of sleep. Uh, Sarah texts in, I hate it. It's so hard on us. I usually wake up at 4.15. This morning, I was up at 3.15. Same here. I was up at 2 a.m. Normally, I wake up at 3. I was up at 2 watching The Office. Uh, my dogs are whining an hour earlier for food. The kids are tired. Uh, other one, falling back for daylight savings time is worse than meth. And red <laughs> turn arrows combined. Oh, the red turn arrows. I'm with you on that Although one. Although I think a little bit of meth might help me get through the wintertime. Good look at you zooming around here a little <laughs> Just bit. Just chase the dragon all winter. Where's Kelly? He's out shoveling. Didn't snow. We know. Uh, I Brian says, I was in the deer stand and I hate daylight savings time. Uh, Chrissy says, Kelly, make sure you get some vitamin D. That's huge to take in the winter. I know. I have That's to. That's true. I, I, I get so depressed in the wintertime. I, I'll, I'll be... I'll be real with you. Every single winter, I've thought about moving. Every single one. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't need this. I don't need this job. And then you what? Then I'm like, well, I do need it. Yeah. And without wood, I'm nothing. So Stormed inside, sat down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Last year when we were getting blizzards still in April, I was like, that's it. I, I, I'm done. I'm done with this. You need to get one of those lights. I need I need to become someone who can leave for two months. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. If I could just be gone in January and February, I think that would be enough to get my life right. So you would like to be a retired 70-year-old person right now? Yes. Okay. Yes. Hey, I've always said it. The upper Midwest, there is no better place in the world during the summer. And and I even love it in the spring when you get that first, like when you step outside and you, you're all tensed up because you're expecting it to be cold and it's not that cold. And it's like 40. And you can smell, <laughs> yeah, you can smell like the ground is starting to thaw mm-hmm. a little bit. Oh my God, I love that so much. Oh yeah. But the thing is, it's that just that poke of wintertime is just too much. I just wondered if they, if we did move it back. What's would the big deal? It, would it feel better? Probably. Would, would the earth start to, you know, knock off its axis? And the, the wild thing is, especially a lot of these states that don't even, like, observe it anymore. I know. Like would Arizona, you, I think Indiana did it for a while, or I don't know if they're still doing it. It'll go away at some point. I, you say that, but yet it's still here. I have to have hope, Wood. Otherwise, what else do I got? Not much. Should we do some history, my friend? Come on. Now that I'm all depressed. All right, here we go. In November, too. Uh, Brian Texas says, hey, this is going to be my first winter down south, and I can't wait. Well, hopefully I don't, Brian's I don't, to us on the app. I don't want to hear it, guys. I oh, really okay. don't. Like, I honest to God, I will leave. 
I will walk out of the studio. Is that a promise? Yes. Okay. Say say something about the South again. <laughs> say, say it. I dare you. I'm going to get in my car. I'm going to get on 35W and head south until I hit water. Nah, you'll be back in here. I know. I need a job. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Come on. Stop complaining, Kelly. Lock Good God. That's a first world problem. Mm-hmm. All right. On this day in 1860. Four score and seven years ago. Actual recording. Our fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation. Conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. Abraham Lincoln elected the 16th American president on this day back in 1860. It's wild. Like when you see like the picture from the Emancipation Proclamation speech. Yeah. And there's literally people as far as you can see. No one past row, what, 25 can hear a thing. Right. Well, you know what's real crazy, too, is like he didn't have, there was no Secret Service or anything yeah. like that. Well, was, which had it obviously right. proved to be. Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? <laughs> I did get him at some point. But I'm time. just saying, like, back then, it was just like the, pre- the president was just like, all right, I'm going to go speak in front of thousands of people with no security, no nothing. But if you're there in that crowd, I mean, aren't you just, what, what the hell am I doing here, Jebediah? Maybe they just kind of, it was like the telephone game. Yeah. Just keep passing back. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, something about six score. <laughs> we all get four whores. What is this, that? This sucks. I'm leaving. <laughs> uh, it was on this day in 2001. The following takes place between midnight and 1 a.m. on the day of the California presidential primary. Kiefer Sutherland's show 24 premieres and was a massive hit. Oh, yeah. That was the first show I truly binge-watched. I d- I've never watched a single episode of that show. See, I didn't watch it when it was live. And the, it was so hard to duck, especially if you were a football fan. Right. Because they, there was a million promos for it during every football game. Because right. it was on Fox. I never watched it, never watched it, never watched it. And finally, I, I had like an open weekend or something during the summer. My roommate had the DVDs. I put it on. I literally watched 24 episodes in like two days. Jeez. Yeah. Who's got that kind of time? Uh, This fat loser back in the day. And I even kind of looked at myself in the mirror a little bit. I was like, hey, you got to get yourself together here, man. Uh, It was on this day in uh, 2002. Ms. Ryder, in this matter, is ordered to participate in a plan and or program for drug counseling. And psychological counseling. Winona Ryder busted while shoplifting after stealing $5,500 worth of stuff from a New York boutique. Yeah. and That's a bad look. America loves a comeback, though. They do. Because when then she gets on Stranger Things, she killed her role in Stranger Things. She was fantastic. And all of a sudden, she's back to being America's sweetheart just like that. Minnesota born. Winona. Hence the name Winona. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. And then uh, I only got one birthday of note today. That's it? Well... We're running late anyways, but uh, celebrating a birthday today, Ethan Hawke, here he is talking about being on Dead Poets Society. Ethan, you know, once you decided to be an actor, so your first big break of a movie loads of people love, Dead Poets Society. Uh And is this the movie, your your children have seen this film? Mm Mm-hmm. My mother forced them to watch it in about three quarters of the way through. (laughs) My son said, so when do you come on, Dad? (laughs) You've been watching me for an hour and a half. I love Dead Poets Society. That's a great movie. Now, Ethan Hawke in one of my favorite movies, Black Hawk Down. Oh, yeah, that's a great movie. And you want to talk about, if you ever go back and watch Black Hawk Down now, A, the significance of it being a true story, Mm -hmm. but you want to talk about a cast. Holy smokes. That cast is loaded down with just stars everywhere. Just such a good movie. He's got to be, I'm going to say he's 50, 
three today. Hey, right on the nose, Come man. on now. You must have been doing your homework over the weekend. Well, yeah, I just kept watching Black Hawk Down. <laughs> and how do you think he is? And, of course, if it's your birthday today... I should say happy birthday to my brother. Hey, I saw him post on uh, social media. It was his birthday. Yeah. Is he turning 40? He is. Oh, man, that's a big one. Yeah, super successful, all that. Mm, good for him. I got a I got a successful brother, too. Yeah. It hurts. They suck, don't they? It does. And he lives in California, yeah, which I would not want to do ever, but... Mm, yeah, no I, 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 I could be a millionaire. I still wouldn't want to live in, in California. He ain't that successful because he didn't get the hell out. Uh, let's see here. If it's your birthday and you're not Wood's brother, happy birthday to you as well. Oh, I guess he doesn't get a happy no, birthday. No, he does, but we've already acknowledged Too him. Late. I this one's him. for everybody. I text him and say, Kelly didn't wish you a happy birthday. He's on his way up. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, what am I... Oh, trending. We got, I'm all worried now. Keep my one eye on the door. 